This is Death Before Dishonor. I'm Genesee. My character is Anatari. She's a good aligned Kalishtar war priest. She has psionic powers. I'm Eric. My, my name is, is Cesar. I don't know what this assisting means. What do you, what do you have to say for yourself there? Uh, what do I call you? Mr. Death? Death? Boss? Not yet. <laughs> I'm Kevin. You will see this old man who looks similar to what Mithrin used to look like, but about 15 years older. And you will see that his entire hand is just basically one giant fan brace, all just armored to, like, the nth degree. But he looks you right in the eye and he says, Well met. I'm Florian. First, let me introduce myself. I'm Carl. And I'm Tinsian, the despotic DM of Death Before Dishonor, dastardly dashing ahead with all sorts of freeform creative ideas on the fly. <laughs> the D&D. Can't end the story. Goes anywhere you want it. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. Messing I'm with everything. Oh. Oh. I'm Florian. I'm Tinsian, the more awake than these other two guys are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just realizing that I resized a window right before we went live. There we go. To make everybody not in there. Anyway, this is Death Before Dishonor. It's, let's see, Friday the 24th of February, and this is episode 193 in a not-quite-monthly series of a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. So today we're trying something a little bit different. Um, we are Facebook-living, which usually we're on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Janice, but we're going to try something different and see what that entails. So... Uh, Dungeon Master, catch us up on where we are last week. You are a go. So, due to the power of Facebook Live, we are actually episode 194. Ta-da! Two, I have aced my stats class. I have above aced my stats class. Yes. I am happy. Everybody. Yay! Clap for Tinsian. I'm not going to honor any critical ones. Oh, wow. That's a big gift. So, and I'm going to give 500 experience points to Cesar and Carl for looking excessively sleepy on screen. I'm actually not sure which one is more tired right now. <laughs> I'm going to give it to him since it's what time there? Uh, it's 3 a.m. There yeah. you go. He wins. You win. Okay. Right. All right. In the last episode, party descended into the uh, Drow City underneath uh, Winterhaven. Found an odd passage. Blah blah blah. Talking as Xanatari would say, that was boring. They talked. They, they talked. For God's sake, please make it interesting tonight. Otherwise, it's going to be boring death. I think that's a little bit different than I said, but okay. So. The party was greeted at the end by realizing that their passage out was blocked by, was, well, the ramp that they were on had shifted down 50 feet and they were staring at a rock wall. Behind them is some sort of opening into new cavern. Anybody care to react or shall I just continue? I attack the darkness. I just, I just heard Florian was channeling Cesar. Cesar, did you throw your voice? I did, That's all the cool. way across the ocean. Wow. That's impressive. That's some lag. 
Yeah. All right. In your heads, um, you're not sure actually if it's in your heads or you're actually hearing the sound, but there is this massive scraping noise of rocks either falling or being ground together, just this cacophony of stone on stone. It's pretty loud. I'm trying to remember this, but I believe that there was a a disparity between the floor height or something where we were trying to get out and suddenly it was what, like seven feet up or something? Is that what happened last time? That's what you just said, except it's 50. Except it's 50. Okay. I'm trying to follow. There we go. All right. You can look up, but in the meantime, there's this big blank um, rock face. Okay. And that's where we left off, right? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Now I'm uh, on the same page. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Um, bird stops hovering, stops hovering, by the way, or at least circling, and um, goes somewhat by your shoulder and locks into place. You have Winter with you? Always. <laughs> okay. Winter does not give you the indication that it's hearing anything, but it senses that the party is now distressed. Okay. You know, prowls and whatever. Hmm. Uh, I want to roll a perception, take a look at the walls. Like, are these climbable or smooth or etc.? Like, I can roll if you want. Okay, go ahead. 23. Okay. The wall would be climbable, but as you're studying things, you're getting an indication in the back of your head that the scraping sound um, isn't random. Or pauses, but kind of poorly done pauses. Okay. It sounds like that's this weird question, but it's like from the same height as we are. Yes. Again, you're not sure if it's the stone around you or something in your head. Okay. Nothing is tri- nothing has tripped your um your mental psionic shield that you have. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's tough to distinguish what is going on. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to wait. I mean, we're not in immediate danger. It doesn't look like the ground is shifting. I'm just going to wait and see what happens here. Cesar, anything you want to do? So, um, and maybe I missed this. Does the sound seem to be coming from anywhere in particular? Again, you're not sure where it's coming from. It could be something in your own head or around you but uh, there seems to be not quite a pattern but it's not just a landslide or a rock fall Mm, okay and and the um, the cliff kind of thing is it kind of extend as far as we can see to either side yes like left and right okay um and um, the pa- the pass the passage you're in it's sort of a weird distortion shift where um, it's disjoint the tunnel is now disjointed, but you can still see the space at the top where you would head out. Okay. And um, and then again you you might have said this, but did the um were any of the drow with us, or are they ostensibly up there or elsewhere? 
Some of them ran. Um, I think you have three with you. Okay. One of the um, Rob Youngsters. Great. Uh, he'll turn to them and be like, "Um, what happened here? Any anything like this happened before?" They're kind of looking around. Um, they're very worried. One because of the passage, but two, they're talking amongst themselves in drow. And um, one of them turns and asks you, do you hear that sound? Uh, yes. What? Do you know what that is? Yeah, the, there's an elemental or something trying to communicate. Oh. It's, it sounds like a variant of the tongue that Earth Elemental speak. I see. Do, uh... Do any of you know how to speak that? Or, or you guys? Carl? Sanitari? <laughs> Last time I spoke to an elemental, it happened at the end of my sword, and the communication was cut off. That sounds like a euphemism for you killed something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said that, Cesar. 600 experience points is in Atari for politically correct uh, dispatching commentary. Yay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pearl? So, uh, yeah, you're gonna wait for an answer for the for the trial. So, any one of any experiences with Earth Elementals? Well, they kind of look around and realize that they're living in sort of their territory because they live underground. So they've frequently encountered some elementals here and there in their journeys, but they've never encountered something um, that has done this before. But in the past, they've managed to barter sometimes for some stone shaping or to try and get them to move away if they run into a, a pocket of elementals. Okay. It's just something that elementals, uh, I don't know, want in particular or uh, would like us to do? They're apparently very alien, so they haven't quite figured that out. They just know sometimes that sometimes throwing really weird stuff down a passageway gets them to go away. Other times it's, you know, parties have gone out and just never returned. Okay. Uh, uh, Carl clears the throat and turns to uh, Cesar and Centauri. So, um, if we're about to uh, get attacked by a creature um, made out of rocks and rubble the size of a town again, is there something you'd like me to do? (laughs) I love how he says again. That's, That's the best part. Um, well, I, I think that's what we're all trying to figure out, dude. And he kind of just, like, is throwing the Hail Mary. Do you have any ideas, Carl? What do you think we should do? <laughs> well, the last time we pretty much ran away, and I think this was a very sensible, um, well, at least temporary solution. But in the long run, we probably... I don't know, hit it and find more people 
to also hit is? <laughs> Group effort. Group effort. I like that, Carl. That's, yeah. that's some good thinking. Teamwork. Mm-hmm. By the way, Carl, it appears very easy from your uh, perspective to be able to climb up that rock face. Okay. Um, that's pretty steep, but I think I probably should be able to get up there. Uh, should I have a climb and maybe ask the, the trout people for a few ropes to also get you up again? Well, um, I, I don't know. Uh, you might as well scope it out. I'm not sure if that's the way we need to go or, or deeper down in, especially if you want to hit this thing. I suspect it's going to be coming from there. And he points back towards the new cavern that they found. But, uh, since uh, this uh, new development occurred, uh, again, it might be uh, might be wise to to see what's going on up there. Is there any chance that uh, the area we are in currently um, is some sort of mouth? <laughs> um, sure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is a chance of that. Yes. A decent chance, I would say, Carl, yes. Okay, I'll try not to get digested too much. <laughs> not too much. Yeah, keep it to a minimum. Hmm. Does Winter still have that collar? I can't remember if we kept it. Yes. From uh, Puppy? Yes. Yep. I'm going to put the collar on Winter to, so he shrinks into a tiny little puppy. And then I'm gonna throw him really hard. Um, how far do you think I can throw something? Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, you know. Don't take it out on your dog. No, no! I'm just thinking that I can try to get him up to the top of, you know, the precipice, and then he Perfect. could kind of wander Apex. around. What? At the apex of the throw, it just kind of lands softly on the lip. <laughs> yes! Yes, I, I have a, <laughs> I have a parabola in mind. <coughs> it's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> maybe Bert, is Bert warm? See, that's the thing. Like, is Bert like actually a warm ion stone? I mean, do they like put out heat or could maybe winter ride on Bert? Dungeon Master, this is a question for you. You just well, you just do the beef stew with literally the beef stew with the walls. Find something to stick. Everything from you know, can you use winter you know combustion, a balloon, Tom Brady, Hail Mary, whatever. <laughs> yes, yes, Xanatari rolls Tom Brady. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, if you wanted to throw the pocket pooch. You might get generous and not, I don't actually like, wish I had taken away the ones now, but uh, <laughs> to get. yeah, guys, let's go crazy. <laughs> 15, 20 feet. Um, Is that it? No, that's not good enough. Um, and you're also kind of shooting up versus at an angle. So right. The thing is going to have a. I don't suppose we have, like, a suction arrow with a rope. 
Well, that would be Cesar if he had anything crazy. Hmm. Um, we're going to do an intelligence test on Danny Tarzan. <laughs> okay. Above or below 10? Below. Xanatar's not the smartest tack, although she's not terrible. Okay. Um, five rolls. Okay. And I don't think Carl's done the rolling for anyone recently. All right. So, five rolls. So, first roll, 15. 19? Should have chosen above. Uh, one. Hooray. Oh, oh, wait, we're not counting one, so that's a 20. Yeah, but, but that's below 20, uh, 10, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good roll. 16. Oh. Wow. 15. Okay. Not, so, not good. Oh, we I'll say it high. Okay. Um, okay. Xanatari? Yeah. Uh oh. You sense that there is a possible solution somewhere nearby. There's your fortune cookie. My lucky numbers are 12, 3, and 5, and there's a possible solution somewhere nearby. Great. Yes. Learn Chinese for cat. <laughs> yes! Seth, do you know that? Uh, I did. Okay. Um, um, it, could, it could be really, like, literally you could walk into it okay please is there a door that we're just missing that's in the rock i'm gonna i'm gonna roll an arcana check because i'm actually all right with that okay haha 20 well after burning your brain out you revive it with a good arcana check and slowly, if you were to slowly turn your head to either direction, whichever one Bert is floating at, you would realize Bert is a stone and can talk to you. I need us to hold on one second because we're having a lot of latency in the live stream. Hmm. It seemed okay for me. And it just went to zero. Yeah, I, right now it says it's interrupted. <laughs> But before that, it before was that it was good. Yeah, if it just went to zero, I'm not sure what that's about. The network, but everything else is still going. I did not accuse your precious network. Hmm. Yeah, I network. It's going now. There it is. Okay, brief interruption, and we return. Okay. You should see the DM defensiveness. <laughs> My network is not causing that interruption. Professional pride. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to bulletproof this thing as much as possible. Uh-huh. So, to recap, because we don't know what was uh, killed, um, having burned out your brains in Atari, and having refreshed it with some Arcana check, if you were to turn your head and look at either direction, wherever Bert is, you would realize that Bert is a stone and can speak to you. Okay. Xantari abandons the idea of chucking her dog and decides to use her men- newfound mental acuity to speak with Bert. And I will ask him, Bert, we are surrounded by rock. You are also a rock. Do you have a solution that we could probably pass through this rock? 
you hear Bert trying to answer you, but you also feel something kind of scraping at your psionic shield as well. Like a communication request, or just like... It's alien, um, but Bert hasn't started blasting anything yet. Okay, well, I will allow it. Okay. You hear something, and um, Bert tells you that the stones are trying to speak to you. Okay, I will listen. When you say that you listen, you hear some other tonal, not the right word, but some other rock sound, and you can sort of trace that back to Bert. So Bert is apparently speaking whatever the Earth Elemental language is. Okay. In front of you on the rock face, a very badly constructed representation of a human face, but from an alien perspective appears on the wall. Ah! <laughs> Pulls out. Okay. It, it would make the elephant man look like a, uh, a rock star. I say it has it good, looks... strong hands. <laughs> For lack of a better term. I feel like it's going to warn us about the Goblin King. Yeah, or the nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Alright, so listening... And trying not to be disturbed by its ugliness. It seems to be addressing, I'm just kind of paraphrasing Bert here, but it appears to be addressing the healers. Okay. And it has a, a problem that. Uh, healers consult mm-hmm. but it does not know how to get you to the point where you can survive so you can help. well that's vague um <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry it says thank you for your informational discussion I have some further questions uh what is it that you need help with that you need healing for the, the earth, the rock, the substance that this planet is, is being um, destroyed and sucked into another dimension. And it's not the, it's losing its connection to the earth, essentially the earth uh, plane. Uh, okay, and... How does this relate to the giant holes we're seeing in our towns? Okay. Um, do you want to do another Arcana check? Or at least a Kalashtar knowledge check? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think that I would have any Kalashtar knowledge of this. Otherwise, it would have been answered a long time ago before I talked to an Earth Elemental. Um, well, you sometimes have to consult it, so... Uh, hmm. Okay, fine. I'll look to see if there's any collective memories of the Kalishtar that have anything to do with dim- interdimensional uh, travels. There is um, some studies based on the elemental planes. There's fire, air, uh, earth, and water. 
they all kind of tie in with each other and they represent the primal elements, the prime form of that element. There's also a positive plane that is pretty deadly to life because it's just pure energy. There's a negative plane that is essentially deadly because it's, well, drains everything. Sounds like if you try to do stick something against the wall again, possibly the negative elemental plane. Okay. That sounds magic related, not like something an elemental would have the ability to do? Well, the element, the elementals are generally tied into their primary plane, so they can find ways to pass through portals. Okay. Get them. But something is corrupting either the portals or there's been found to be a, a negative point. Okay, this one I think I'm going to involve Cesar and uh, Carl and just say, hey, um, the rock face, are, are you hearing this? Um, I'm assuming we just hear crashing rocks or something. It's up to you if you want to have heard bird or not. Um, I think it's fun if we didn't. No, I just hear... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the rock is saying that everything is being sucked in some kind of interdimensional portal and there's mass chaos and the world is ending. Cesar will kind of put his hand up to his mouth and turn to Carl and be like, is she thinking she's talking to a rock? What's, is she okay? Has she grown plant matter <laughs> on top of a rock and called her a chia pet? I really can't tell at this point, but I think it's, it's a little bit racist to assume that <laughs> all rocks can talk to all other rocks. Wow! Wow. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the, the Mr. Rockface here seems pretty real. So I assume we don't uh, understand what the Rockface is saying. Or is, is, does he appear to be speaking in some way? It seems like it's, it's speaking again. You're hearing it in your... In your head or it's around but where the rock face the mouse should be moving to speak the eye is actually kind of opening and closing as if it's trying to <laughs> do this bad puppet show of nice. trying to interpret how you know people <laughs> act so it's just very <laughs> so let's just assume that uh, that everything is tr being translated correctly uh, Mr. Cesar mm. I think you're the most savvy of us about interdimensional portals and something did, did you do this? Um, well I've, I've had my uh, had my share of portals I've never uh, sort of dallied uh, in other dimensions so no I I didn't do this uh, did you do this Carl you've had your share of um 
making things like inanimate objects like rocks or houses come alive. Was this you? Uh, no. He looks at his hands. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> fingers. Um, no, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't. No, it's okay. I know you didn't. Don't worry. <laughs> keep, those, keep those bad thoughts down. Everything's fine. <laughs> Don't go turning on each other. That's all we have left. You're right. Zenitari, this is your fault. <laughs> no, if I was interdimensionally traveling, I would be alone. Anyway. Didn't you want to take a companion with you? I have a dog! <laughs> Don't call Carl a dog! <laughs> now stop! Stop all this fighting! The, you're interrupting the rock! He, do, he does always really want to go and get things for you and, and, and help you, so he really is kind of like a, a, you know, a service call. <laughs> yes. He's more like a butler, because he always calls everyone Miss or Mr. or whatever. Okay, anyway. so the rock says that there's a problem, and we need to address it. Thanks for telling us something we didn't know, rock. <laughs> I'll inquire further. What do we need to know? Um, uh. Bert translates that uh, you are in the presence of the living catacomb, which, um, for lack of a better term, is this is a living dungeon. Um... Your Kalashtar knowledge has hints that there is some sort of complex or place. They weren't sure how it moves around, but occasionally large dungeon complexes would appear in places. Okay. And they would vanish. Um, this kind of now confirms that this is some sort of living creature on a very massive scale. This being the tunnel? Or this being what? This being whatever you're interacting with. That new this rock system. thing. This rock thing. Okay. And the rock face, the really disjointed thing, um, starts to fade away and the tunnel uh, where you're standing at and where it is above you mm -hmm. starts to merge again. Oh, so this is all just basically looking for an introduction to speak. <laughs> this, this was the "I'm gonna let you talk, but first, That's what the all this was. Version of Skype. Yeah, it was the Kanye West of elementals. <laughs> it it hasn't. It's been trying to communicate in other ways that the healers have responded to in the past, but it hasn't been able to get um, through. So it's trying some other things that it's seen in terms of peril seems to attract the healers. Okay. Therefore, it was causing a peril and had apparently attracted healers i'm going to ask uh, okay i want to talk to the rock again it's, say it's what do you mean by healers no. because when i think healers i think something different than i believe that you're implying 
the healers, the ones that clean out. The, the inside. The body. Okay. Bert, Bert kind of translates that um, the monsters and stuff that it, you find inside dungeons normally. Mm-hmm. In this case, that's the equivalent of, like, cancer or something. Okay. When you go in and you mine out the metals, you're mining out waste products, for lack of a better term. Hmm. You're a part of the ecosystem of this thing. Now, that's why this doesn't suddenly go and get a whole bunch of adventures and chew them up on a regular basis. It's every once in a while it'll chew something non-regular basis. But this is the first time that it's really tried to ever communicate with this, to this level. And I assume that all the gold and treasure are some sort of kidney stones? <laughs> well, that's better for tumors or whatever. It's, you guys are essentially the garbage, garbage men. Of... So, uh, I don't want um, to mix something up here. Uh, uh, oh, um, uh, just assuming that uh, Saint Harry is translating from Bird, or or can we hear Bird's voice over the the mind link? Um, Cesar said no. You acted okay. in the last round like you did, so um, Cesar could just be still basking in the glory of his own. Yeah. No, there's only enough room up here for one. For the quorum of voices in his head, you know, opted to not allow a He's like, my bosom buddy, death. Can't hear your rock. So, um, Carl turns to Bird and says, "So, Mr. Bird, could you please ask?" Uh, the rock uh, the, the, the dungeon politely if he by any chance uh, uh, wandered off to Ghostlight to eat everything during the last day <laughs> Mr. Rock my friend here wants to know if you've had a big meal lately possibly one involving pale strange tasting people um there was no real concept of eating. It has refreshed itself of <laughs> building material. Carl, I think that's a yes. Uh, so the thing that we are here to fight is now asking us for help. That seems to be a theme. Okay. And what's this thing asking us to do? The same thing we do every day, Cesar. Save the world. And death are <laughs> Been there, done that. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm I'm being Xanatari. Mm -hmm. Right, but what is it asking us to do? Um, it's not specific in how we're supposed to stop this interdimensional 
alignment that would be negative to our world. It just tells me that that's happening. Um, Bert tells you that something has moved the elemental keystone for Earth and thrown it into um, another portal. And this is to a world, this is to an elemental plane that is the antithesis of Earth, air. The elemental has no way of being able to go and get it back. It needs something that can survive there. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, since we're a good bit of water and some that, things that would count as Earth, probably not us. I don't even know how to get there. It, it, it knows the ways to the world. Essentially, for, for it, it's, it controls the Earth and the area. That's why it can make holes, it can make things. But it's kind of like a whale swimming through the ocean. It can swim through all this stuff down to wherever it needs to go to. Well, it should get it back then. It can't. If it goes out there, it'll be weekend and probably die, and it doesn't know how to move out there. Okay. Is there a way to, like, know, like, could Cesar roll something to know, like, what the air dimension is like? Like, what it would take for something to be able to be there? Um, sure. Um... What would what would that be? <laughs> it could be an arcana. It could be a history, wazoo, maybe. A wazoo. I don't know. Um, All right. Make it make it something interesting. Let's see. We'll do acrobatics. He's uh-huh. gonna do somersaults until the blood rushes to his head and he figures it out. <laughs> no, arcana sounds good. <laughs> really, I was hoping for the athletics. Okay, fine. Acrobatics. 14. Acrobatics. Okay. Through your interpretive dance, you just barely graze one of the rock walls, and the resulting flash of minor scrape damage uh, triggers to you that, ah, if the elemental plane of Earth is filled with Earth of various types, then the elemental plane of air must be air of various types, be it hurricanes standard air, be it dead air that is been sealed away and stuff in your pockets. But it kind of triggers boyhood fascination in flying. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Hmm. Well, uh, I think we know where we might get something that can fly. <sighs> <laughs> yes. The question is, in a, in an entire dimension full of air, can you fall? And if so, is there anything to hit? Okay. Bert answers this. Um, you can fall, but falling is sometimes the same direction as flying, up or down or left or right. And yes. You can sometimes find something that you would hit, 
but it's very rare and it's generally near the portal opens. Okay, so we're gonna go back to our hovercraft. Is that the plan? Yeah, I just uh, guess we gotta get it down here. Burton told you that he has seen um, things like you flying. Things like us flying. Were they in any kind of contraption, or they were just flying like us? Like you. Oh, maybe we don't need a hovercraft. Ask, ask him if he's seen Peter Pan. <laughs> the low humming buzzing sound originating suddenly from Bert in the direction of Severus. <laughs> Whether well, it's a buzzer, I don't believe in birds. <laughs> yes, birds. yes, yes. I was waiting. Yes. Nobody clap. Nobody clap. <laughs> All right. So, one one does. What? You don't get the it's Tinkerbell. I do believe in fairies. No. I I, I do I do. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure Carl knew it. It's uh, a classic. It probably yeah, written by a German. I've, uh, I've seen at least I've seen Hook. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Uh, so, um, one probably last question, uh, uh, that, that, that dungeon being, um, so if we go in there and, and to close that portal or hole or whatever it is and hopefully come back, will you promise us to stop eating cities? <laughs> it doesn't have, doesn't understand the concept of cities. It's very There are healers all over the place. Some are better than, some are more effective than others. But. Yeah, don't eat the healers. Oh. Don't eat the healers. But if the healers go in and something else kills them, is that okay? Something else, meaning like your tail or your tooth, or something else like another creature. No, 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 like if, it, if it's fighting something, if something is fighting, if one of the healers is fighting something that it's trying to get rid of, and you know, the Fogolite or something kills. Well, the it's not. What happened in this other place is that an entire town, a, a place, a dwelling of healers was killed. By you when you came out of the ground and ate a bunch of them, so that's a problem. Um, there was bad magic there, and um, they tried to draw it. They tried to draw the creature out, and uh, essentially, it scratched an itch. <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, are you, you feeling itchy right now? <laughs> Results unconclusive. However, the town isn't destroyed yet. 
Oh, the um, the drow once the tunnel matches again, um, the three drow take off. Okay. Um, you also do not get the feeling that there is any sort of trap. But if you want to run, you run. Hmm. All right. Well, that's as good of an idea of what to do as any. Um, uh, do we go see if we can go fly around someplace with a lot of air and get the, what was it, Keystone? Maybe, Mr. Antari, you could teach us how to sprout wings first, because you seem to be very experienced in that. <laughs> yes, please, teach us! After you find your Let's keystone, go. we'll talk about the wing, Cesar. Ah, uh, my keystone! Yes, I was thinking I should probably keep it. You're, you're right. <laughs> Santari smirks. Cause she meant something dirty. <laughs> and yes, silence reigns in the land of yep. Dungeons and Dragons. As we say yes, we would like to go and move on with our adventure dungeon master. Please have the rock person lead us to the portal. Um... By the way, you do have confirmation from Bert that uh, the some of this area does feel like it was the people of Shadowfell. That's good. Okay, so it's not destroyed; it just went deeper underground. Correct. Okay. Or at least it's kind of like an armor tendril of this thing, and it's now somewhere else. Okay. So uh, is the rock face moving? Because we'll just follow it. Well, the rock face has been submerged under the, when the tunnels merged. Mm -hmm. Kind of gave trying to approximate human conversation. Okay. Do you guys want to head to the surface? Or do you want to do something else? Or do you just want to be like, hey, let's go. Or do you want to uh, I don't know if there's any time like the present. Um, I don't know if I want to get Carl... Anywhere near Deputy Dog anytime soon, so. <laughs> um, That's fair. I think we have enough supplies, uh, you know. Do, do we, should we maybe bring a little bit more food and maybe ropes? To, um, all, all the things that might be handy on a long journey that we don't know. How long <laughs> the things we never be. take? Carl? Practical items? Look, look in your backpack. They're there <laughs> We haven't used them in the last three years. They're still there. It's not his backpack. It's the cupboard, remember? Uh, we should probably have some rope to tie ourselves together, you know, as we fly in the middle of nowhere, lost eternally by ourselves. Sure. Bunch of these drow have some rope. I'll just ask him. I'm sure they'll give it to me. Apparently, they're afraid I'll kill them. <laughs> Always a good motivator. Yeah, yeah they probably won't uh, just tell us that they don't have any rope anymore because the uh, town council took it from them to lynch their elders. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it ordered by Caesar? It was in the book that Caesar wrote. <laughs> yeah, we never did yeah. figure that out, Caesar. 
Where did future Cesar come back with these strict rules and fascism? I guess I'll have to wait and see. <laughs> we'll be watching you. I'll be watching me too. Mm-hmm. Everybody's watching me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Cesar invented mirrors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, Carl. We should be able to at least cut some from the, the gallows. There's probably a lot of rope there. <laughs> Damn. We should also probably bring some rocks to weigh us down in case, you know, gravity. Weigh us to what? I don't know. What if we what if we want to fall through the world downward? How are we going to make our, you know, ballast? Well, how how does that work though? You you put them in your non gravity? pocket i was gonna tie them to my ankles right but then you'll always you can't take ballast and decide when you want to use it (laughs) (laughs) i just meant we would jump in and fall immediately obviously we would let them go if we wanted to go up it's sort of a one-time deal got it okay yes have it ready right (laughs) so you're gonna mop execution down and then are you going to have, like, a, a couple balloons, maybe maybe one balloon that you're going to hold on to to go up when you need to, like, ice? <laughs> I was just going to cut one of them off my ankle. The concept is very interesting. Could you uh, decide, basically navigate a balloon by taking things out of a box uh, of holding or something? Does a box of holding weigh more if there's things... You're saying, like, carry a box of holding and then put holding a balloon and, in and it? And have some heavy rocks in them and take it out and then... Uh, theoretically. And... I, only yeah, one of us what? had a box. Is it you? Uh, well, it's, it's eight people and then I smashed it, so I don't have it anymore. <laughs> well, good going! We could use that <laughs> What right did now? you have to bring that up, Carl? <laughs> Suddenly, one of the lizard people pops up. I knew it! (laughs) He's been tracking us for three years! Just for this moment! Suddenly, Carl feels a little bit of shame for scolding a living dungeon for doing what it's doing. He's been carrying around a lizard eating box. Mm -hmm. I I, I didn't tell the box to eat people. (laughs) If if I knew it would eat people, I would have smashed it sooner. Well, the box was doing what it was doing, the living dungeon was doing what it was doing, but you were facilitating the movement of a box that he Ignorance of the law does not excuse you. So they've said. I mean, I heard once. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah, yep. we should just pack up uh, lots of provisions and uh, to tell the town council that we are coming back to... Uh, um, bring justice back to the drow and uh, probably punish them. <laughs> no, not probably. Punish them. And then we go down there. What? Bring justice back and then punish them? Well, justice for the drow and a punishment for the town council. Uh, oh, or the okay. I thought you were being... <laughs> Very uh, bipolar with the drow there for a minute. Okay. Cesar, um, yeah. go ahead and roll up a perception check. Okay, let's do it. Almost perfect. 38. 
you realize that your actions that you're about to undertake as far as the party goes um, is probably going to involve a financial uh, deficit to the town based on its current resource gain. Hmm. So... Cesar thinks to himself about this and starts <laughs> adding the numbers in midair. They the equations sw start swirling around, and then he remembers his crazy personal fortune palace filled with statues carved out of diamond and gold in his likeness. Uh, and suddenly, you know, his concerns about maybe the employment of some of the people of uh, Winterhaven don't seem so big. So he just kind of shrugs. Dinatari, anything for you uh, or less? No, I take the uh, the collar from Fluffy off of Winter, so Winter can be the proper size and pocket the collar, patting Winter gently on the head. Apart from uh, trying to not, uh, also to push uh, the thought of getting provisions before going, uh, no, that's pretty much all of its uh, current questions answered. So. Okay. Um, he's still, still kind of stinging from thinking about the, uh, the the financial loss, but he is he's very satisfied just then he just kind of sinks into his reveries of just dreaming about his Caesar land thank you for listening you can find out more at deathdefordishonor.com find us on iTunes at death Defore, which is their primary place or on Twitter at death Defore as well uh, you can also find us on twitch.tv slash Genesee Fridays, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, or sometimes, apparently, here on Facebook Live. Uh, so, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Next next Friday, I think, we'll be here, yeah? Ne next Friday? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I think so. Okay, yay. Bye, everybody. Bye.